is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Day was yesterday. I got to spend some time with Zach Levine. How's Zach doing? He's good. Said no restrictions. I'm ready to go, baby. Do you have a few dollars for you? He's got a few extra in his yeah, account. He's got a yeah. few extra right. in his account. Good for yes. him. He was talking about adding to his classic car collection. Nice. Yes. That means we get to talk to Billy Donovan, who I've known for a long, long time. So great that he is the Bulls coach and He's on the Cap J Hood Morning Show. Tommy Waddle in for hoodie this morning. Billy, good morning. So basketball is back. How do you feel? Ready to go? The season is here. We're going. Yeah. Good morning, Cap. Uh, yeah, we're excited. Um, you know, obviously the off season. Um, you know, I think we were able to, you know, get a lot of stuff done as a team. Um, getting ready for this season. Excited that we can officially start today. Um, so everybody's looking forward to it and anxious to, 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 to uh, you know, get going. It's hard to believe a week from today we'll have our per- first preseason game. So we got a lot of work in front of us. Coach, dive right into it. Uh, I mean, how do you handle the point guard position with Lonzo unavailable to start the season? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, it's unfortunate with Lonzo. I really feel bad for him um, just because this has obviously lingered on for a period of time and, you know, I, I know for him, you know, just the, the frustration of not being able to play as much as he loves to play. Um, I thought last year we really got great contributions from Io. I mean, he did an incredible job in a situation where we maybe didn't even know what his role would be to start the year uh, with, with Alex uh, Caruso and, and Lonzo being available. But both those guys out for half the year and Io being thrusted into what he was thrusted into, I mean, he did a great job. But, you know, I think we've got enough players back there. I'm more anxious to see, you know, how – different combinations of players in training camp fell and mesh together. Um, I think we have some luxuries with, you know, Kobe's played back there, Alex Cruz has played back there, Isles played back there, and then obviously adding Goran Dragic, who really, you know, has got great experience, great competitor, great leader. Um, that helps us. Um, so, I, you know, I think we can utilize it a lot of different guys, but a lot is going to be, you know, how well different groups and, and, and players all work together. Billy, when you look at Lonzo's situation, the question that we keep getting on the air, and I would love to hear an answer to this, why is he not having surgery until today if this has been lingering on in the spring? Uh, I had talked to someone close to him who said, yeah, he's still having a lot of pain in that knee. Why did this not get done earlier in the summer? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question, Cap. It's a fair question. Um, You know, Obviously, myself as a coach, Arturis in the front office, you know, none of us are doctors, and we're obviously going off the recommendation. Um, I think Lonzo has a team of doctors that are very talented, including our staff, you know, as well here in Chicago that have helped. There's been a lot of people kind of putting their, you know, head into this and, and, and trying to do everything they could, can to get him healthy. You know, the, the transition, the progression was obviously when he – was ruled out for the, for the rest of last season, you know, there was, and, and, and I think this is still the case today, was, you know, how do we continue to build up strength for him? So he was out in L.A. I went out there to visit him, 
and he he made progress. He was getting better, but the rate at which cap he was getting better was really slow. And I think that when it comes to a player that's coming off a of surgery, what you want to try to do is give the the player every opportunity to come back without doing another surgery. You know, and those are decisions that are made by the doctors, Lonzo's team, his representation, and we try to support it. I was out there in June with Lonzo and, and watched him go through uh, some of the rehab process. He was with a, a, a great, great specialist that I had spoken to and sat down. He kind of educated me, and he, he was still having pain. But he was certainly better later in the summer than he was earlier. And then, obviously, you know, it's it's – situations where you know the players got to say so in this as well and i i think that you know him having a surgery back when he was with the lakers having another surgery now you know you want to give your body a chance to really try to recover from it but i also know how much he missed playing and at the pace it was going you know they opted to do it now and um i think Lonzo and everybody can feel good that he put everything he could to try to get himself back and, um, you know, we're optimistic that this that this help, this next procedure will help and, and hopefully have him, you know, back at some point this season. We're talking to Billy Donovan, the Bulls head coach. Media day was yesterday. We have a preseason game in a week. Hard to believe. But basketball is back. I've got to ask you about Zach Levine. He's now healthy. He told me yesterday, hey, I'm 100%, man. I have no restrictions. I'm ready to go. I feel as good as i felt in a long time. Do you feel like he's a better player facilitating some with the ball in his hands, or is he a better player when he can be on the wing, either catch and shoot guy, put it on the deck, attack the rim? You know what, Cap? He can do all those things at an elite level. You know, the thing that, again, you know, we, we obviously dealt with a lot last year with COVID and injuries. And, you know, Zach, to the best of his ability, I think gave the team you know, our coaching staff, everything he could, you know, dealing with, you know, a ligament issue in his hand, uh, dealing with constant lingering issues with his knee the entire season. And he lined up and tried to play. And it was clear seeing him the year before, his athleticism, his speed and his bounce, he, he didn't always have it. And, you know, I think that going through what he went through in the offseason, how he trained, he looks great physically. But I, I think the biggest thing for Zach is he is so explosive and he, and he, and he creates and, and, and garners so much attention. We need him out in transition, you know, to get him the ball because I think the one thing for great offensive players that they need to be really effective is space. And with his speed, getting out in transition and attacking is good. I think him with the ball in his hands where he's making quick, decisive decisions um, he's always been an extremely unselfish player cap. He'll make the extra pass. He'll throw it to the open man. He tries to play the right way. Um, I think the biggest thing for Zach is when I first got here, there was so much on his plate, and then the roster kind of flipped last year, and there was more offensive weapons around him. It's just Zach being Zach, being aggressive, making quick, decisive decisions, putting himself in situations where he's not playing against a loaded floor, and he can attack and get downhill or take his shot. Certainly, he was the best shooter last year, even dealing with his knee issues, catch-and-shoot threes in the league. He shot a, an incredible percentage. So him, him, him taking shots when he's open and being decisive is really what we need from him. Coach, what are your expectations for Patrick Williams this year? Tantalizing you know, potential. Uh, is he ready to, to take on a larger role and have more expected of him? 
Yeah, you know, it's and, – and Patrick is a, a, a great guy. He's a team-orientated guy. And I think when he first came here, being, you know, 18, 19 years old, he may have been the youngest player in the NBA. The thing that's been a challenge for him has been what he walked into when he came here. His rookie year, no summer league, short in training camp. I think that impacted, you know, his development. Now he's trying to learn the NBA game. He has a pretty good, I think, a really good offseason last year. Played really well in summer league. Then he gets an ankle sprain. He misses summer training camp. The ninth game into the season, he breaks his wrist. He's out for five months. There have just been some circumstances around his development that I think have probably not allowed him, in my opinion, to grow at the level that maybe he's capable of. I do think that this was a really good offseason for him. I think he understands that he's got to take a step for our team. I think he wants to do that. I know he's got the support of our staff and, and the players. But I also try to you know, look at what he's been through the last two years. It's just not been a normal two-year uh, right. process for a player uh, that's just come into the NBA with COVID and then that injury. The thing I was encouraged about at the end of the year is being out for five months and playing the way he did the last 10 or 12 games of the regular season and then how he played in the playoffs, that gave me a lot of hope that he can take another step right now. Does he have to be more assertive? And how difficult is that for a young player when you have accomplished guys like DeMar and, and, and Zach and even Lonzo when he's available as well on the floor? Oh, I think that that's a, a big, big factor because I think that, you know, Patrick started from day one and, you know, we got him back into the lineup, you know, after he came back from his wrist injury. The hardest thing for a young player when you're playing with veteran guys and, and guys, you know, that um, have been around the league, it's when do I shoot? When do I pass? When do I drive? How and when and where am I really aggressive? And he's, I think, learning that, and that's been a process for him. And I think the more he's in these situations, and he's played, obviously, a good number of games his rookie year, and, you know, we got him some good, I think, experience at the end of the year with coming back off the wrist injury. But that's the challenge for him, is him picking his spots and and knowing what to do. And he's got to be aggressive when he has opportunities to do that. He's going to make some mistakes. He's going to do some things that he wishes would have had it back. But that's part of the growth and development of a young player, you know, is you don't want him out there just trying to be aggressive every single time he gets you the ball. And you want him playing inside a framework where he's not only helping himself, but he's helping his teammates. And finding that balance is, is something that, that he's going to have to continue to grow in. And before we let you go, when I talked to Zach yesterday, I asked him about Nikola Vucevic. I'm a fan of how he plays. I like guys who can, A, stretch the floor, but I think you're also a really good team when you run some of your offensive sets through him. Here was Zach's quote when I asked him about Nick. He said he's so instrumental to what we do because he can space the floor. He's one of the best shooting big guys in the league. He's offensively skilled. He had a great offseason, and he's looking poised to have a big year. And he also talked about his ability to pass. He's also a guy that some of the fan base, when he struggled shooting the ball in the postseason, was critical of. Can you talk about his role and what he means to your team? Yeah, you know what, Cap? Like, even last year, you know, going into last year, I think that a lot of us didn't really know what to expect. You know, there was a lot of 
speculation of whether or not DeMar would be a good fit for this group, how they'd all gel and mesh. You know, Vooch is coming in, Zach. You know, we, we added all these new players. The roster was totally different. And, you know, I think one of the reasons why Vooch wanted to come to Chicago was, you know, to play with players like DeMar and Zach and some of these guys. And he was the focal featured guy every single possession down the floor in Orlando, and rightfully so. But he also need, knew that he needed some help. I think it was a huge adjustment for him, you know, uh, just going from a guy that was just force-fed the ball all the time. And I really – it's interesting, Cap, when you look at his numbers from a year ago, he got as good a shot he's ever gotten in his career. I think it was just an adjustment of – you know, you go through four or five possessions, you don't get a shot, now you get it, now you got to shoot it. And he certainly needs other guys to manufacture things for him. I do think that he was the one guy that sacrificed quite a bit for the benefit of our team. And I think he'll be better now that there's at least a, 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 some information that he has personally playing with all these guys. So I agree with Zach. He's a key to our team. Um, he does so many different things. Uh, when he's playing really well, our deep team obviously plays well. And I think the more that we can get him in those facilitating roles, uh, I think the better it is. I think he is more than just a stretch big man. He can play closer to the basket. He certainly can pass and facilitate. Uh, he's good in the pocket area when he gets it off pick and roll. And I think it was a matter of him getting really comfortable playing, you know, totally differently than maybe he played his first, you know, eight or nine years w- with Orlando. Appreciate you taking time for us as we let you go. How was your trip to Slovenia? Because Goran said yesterday, man, that spoke so loudly to me that my head coach got on a plane and came here to visit me. He wasn't trying to sign me. He was trying to coach me. He loved it. How was that trip? You know, it was great. So what I did, Cap, is I ended up going um, from Summer League. I left a few days early. I went to Montenegro, and I spent a couple days with, with Vooch in Montenegro, which was an awesome experience and got a chance to meet, you know, I met his parents before, but I got a chance to see his parents and his family in their setting. Beautiful country right on the Adriatic Sea. I was there for a couple of days and I jumped on a flight, went to Slovenia. Uh, it was great being around Gorn. He was running a camp. He had both of his young kids were there. I had a chance to meet his parents. We went out and grabbed dinner. Um, I just enjoyed the trip. But both both countries are beautiful. It was a great experience. I'd never been to uh, Slovenia or Montenegro, so it was a lot of fun, and those, those two guys took great care of me while I was there. Appreciate you taking time. Look forward to seeing you soon, and have a great season, okay? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Talk to you again. There he is, Billy Donovan, head basketball coach of the Chicago Bulls right here on ESPN 1000. Don't forget, Worst Weekends are coming up at 935. You've never played? No, I have not. It's a lot of fun. We've got that coming up. More of your calls next.